0: Welcome back to the Build Local Podcast, where here we are educating, inspiring, and connecting with small business owners and entrepreneurs by telling the stories of struggle, but also success. My name is Scott Cunningham. I am one of the co-hosts here on the Build Local Podcast. I am also the owner of Visual Element Media in Duncansville, Pennsylvania, and we are so happy to have you here joining us on this podcast today. Once again, I am being joined by my Fellow co-host out in uh, Ohio, actually, right now, Chris Kansky. Chris, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Scott. How about you? Uh, pretty good. I mean, all things considered, I, I don't think that we've actually made this known right now. But while under all of this um, quarantine and self distancing thing, we are we're. we're, we're recording these podcasts from our homes and so um so that's kind of why it's, it's been this like home kind of feel but it's kind of cool too
1: right I think so I think so but yeah my uh my kids are downstairs I have them set up in front of the tv so hopefully they you know they stay there they have everything they need but yeah it's been interesting
0: so, yeah it, it's definitely been an interesting couple of days <laughs> So, but we, we have an awesome guest with us today. So Chris, do you want to talk a little bit about who she is? Absolutely. Our
1: guest today is Charlotte Coley. Uh, she's the village administrator for the village of new Concord here in Ohio. And she's the chief administrative officer and she manages and coordinates all of the day-to-day operations for the village. And she's been in this role for about five and a half years. And she previously served uh, the city of New Albany and the city of Dublin in in the Columbus metro area. And we are excited to have her today. How are you doing, Charlotte?
2: Great. How are you? Doing well. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm I'm happy to be here.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I'm
2: in my office because my home internet service i is we're we're kind of outside the network, so we have satellite internet, and it's really bad. So. Oh yeah. Zoom meetings don't happen at my house. Right. I have three kids and they're wild and it wouldn't work. So, so I'm (laughs) sorry.
1: Right. That's great. Why don't you uh, just tell us a little bit about your background and and what you're doing?
2: Yeah. So, I am an alum of Muskingum University. Actually, I graduated when it was uh, Muskingum College. Before they gain university status, Uh, but they're here in New Concord. So we have a a full university, um, you know, students who are housed here in the village, as well as um, they have an, an online. Uh, platform and commuter students and and the whole deal, fully functional university, D3, it's a great um, thing to have in our community, being a a college town, it's pretty cool. Um, So I uh, got my degree, um, Bachelor of Arts in Political Science from Miss Gingham, and then my Master's in Political Science from Miami University in Oxford, Ohio. I was a local government consultant for about two, two and a half years with management partners. They're based out of Cincinnati and they also have a satellite office in uh, California. So I did a lot of work. This was during the Vallejo, California, San Jose, California bankruptcy era. So I got to do a lot of work with those two communities as well as communities all over the country um, helping to better understand what their, their local government situation was, whether it be HR, economic development, de, um, any, any kind of development process improvement or um, council staff relations, different things like that. So I, I learned a lot. Um, I, then after, after living out of a suitcase for about two years, because we flew everywhere, it was crazy. It was a great opportunity though. Um, I took a position with the city of Dublin. I was there for about five and a half years. Another great opportunity. I learned a lot um, I moved over to the east side of the metro area with the city of New Albany and then um, this position here in the village opened up and this is close to home for me. My parents are close by my husband's parents, so uh, I was able to to move back home. Our family is is in a better situation, and it's a great community to work for That's fantastic yeah
1: well yeah and <clears throat> You know, most of our guests on the podcast are, you know, small business owners or managers, directors, Um, but we wanted to have, you know, um, some people like you on the the interface that aren't business owners, but interface a lot with small business,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, and and are involved in that way. Um, So can you just tell us a little bit about that? Like, how does does your job relate to the small businesses?
2: Right. So... We're a community in Ohio. And um, if anyone has been paying attention to news lately, especially an article that Brookings published uh, maybe a couple days ago, um, they talked about economic issues facing governments. And Ohio um, was cited a lot in that article because we're heavily funded, our municipalities anyway, our counties are different. Municipalities are heavily funded by income tax so businesses in especially in ohio cities and villages whatever is is a municipality um, townships are funded primarily by property tax counties by sales tax but municipalities are income tax um, where we're heavy on that and that's and it's just the way their tax stru- structure works so businesses in our communities are vital we want to have good relationships with our businesses, whether it be small business owners, large corporations, retail, um, office jobs, medical, any any of the different sectors, warehousing, whatnot. Um, it's it's very important for us to have a a good relationship with our businesses, and also um, make sure that that we we are bringing businesses in and retaining the businesses that we have.
0: Charlotte, whenever it comes to you know, being there for businesses and showing why, you know, a business would want to plant, you know, in your village. I mean, can you talk a little bit about what are some of the things that you feel you provide and that the village has to offer for small business owners or even, you know, like you said, a, a chain or a larger business?
2: So just from a standpoint of, of something that, that is really important, especially for those larger businesses who who have those um, needs for staff who are traveling from different places or maybe they're shipping things or any of those. We we are in a very prime location in terms of transportation. So um, US 40 runs right through our town. It's our main street. It's the old national road. State Route 83 cuts down the north and south. Interstate 70 is on our southern border and Interstate 77 uh, is about 15 minutes away to our east. So having that type of access to um, interstate transportation and those major hubs is really important uh, so so that's something that's it's pretty key for us we're also in an area where um, you know our, our village is not big it's about 2500 give or take a couple hundred depending on what the census comes back with right so um, we're not big, but we serve a very large population. We have a very large school district, and, and we're, we're rural. We serve a couple counties. So even though we're in Missingham County, we, we have access to lots of folks who are coming into our community for shopping, banking, um, church, school, whatever. So, um, you know, th- we, we have those, those that ability to pull different people and and. And we're also situated within two um, in the middle of two larger cities. So fifteen minutes, twenty minutes either way. So we have access to bigger populations of people, supplies, different things like that. so we're we're in a good spot. In terms of what the village offers, We're a full service community. So we have a fully functioning fire department, EMS, our police department, 24-7 police department, um, they're, they're great, they do business checks in the evenings when our business owners aren't there, they will actually check on businesses to make sure that things look good. Um, obviously in our um, village hall, we offer a full range of services with our, uh, we have a utility, so we offer water and sewers, so we do that in-house. Um, so if anybody has any concerns or questions, it's a phone call or just stopping in to talk to us. So, um, you know, we have our income tax folks, financial stuff, everything's here. Um, We also have a pretty unique situation where the school district, the university, and the village all partner together to cooperatively fund and manage a recreation district, which is a big deal for a tiny town like ours so we have we offer really cool programs and opportunities for people of all ages not just kids and and that's i think a nice benefit if you're looking to locate a business here or trying to bring new employees in or attract anybody like hey you know you can come here you get a small town feel really friendly town nice well-maintained town beautiful you also have access to you know we don't have an opera we don't have as you know bowling alley or a mall or things like that but we're close to those things Mm -hmm. um but we we do have some fun some ways that our community can interact and you can can be engaged in some activities with you and your family so those are some of the things that we try to stress with businesses who are interested in locating here it's like hey look at look at us but let's look at us from a different perspective than maybe you would normally when you go into a bigger city So. You have to get creative when you're small
1: right what well, is we've we've lived here for about five and a half years, and it is a it is a great community i can speak yeah
2: thanks so
1: um, <clears throat> so I mean you touched a little talked a little bit about you know the current uh the current state of things with mm-hmm. the pandemic and um you know, and I know a lot of we hear a lot about um what the state government is doing and what the federal government is doing. Um, how do you how do you see um, local government's role during this time? And, and really
2: We're taking a lot of cues from state and federal. Obviously, they're the ones who are issuing um, the the emergency declar- declarations and coming down with the, the required guidelines for you know staying home, or essential non-essential businesses, things like that. So so we kind of really have to to work with them closely to make sure that what we're doing is not impeding any of their orders. But from our standpoint, what we can do is we can obviously um, try and and promote local. Um, We've always tried to buy as many of our supplies as possible from local businesses. So we try to to support our local businesses, um, making sure that whether it's in a situation like we are now where we, we can't always go into that business or uh, you know we can't um, do the things that we normally do. We're we're trying to to do that. So obviously that's one way. Um, with businesses on that behind the scenes side of things, you know, they're there's they're in a situation where they're losing revenue. So, you still have to pay bills, you still have to, to deal with all that kind of stuff. So, we're trying to be as flexible as possible. Obviously, we're, we're not going to be shutting off water um, or sewer services to anybody who isn't paying, and that's business and residential. But, you know, we, we know that, that businesses, especially those that are shut down right now, are in a tight spot. So, um, once all this is over, and we're working with everybody we're going to be making payment arrangements for folks we're not going to be shutting people down that's not good for anybody Uh, we need these businesses to thrive um, whatever situation they're in so i think it's going to be one of those situations where it's day to day and if uh, you know i'm open to suggestions that businesses have hey this isn't working but can we consider this well yeah let's talk about that let's figure out a way to make things work for you um, you know, so there's there's also a lot of information coming down from the state and the federal government and other other groups. So one of the things that I think is important for us to do is try and disseminate that information out to make sure that everybody has access to it. So when I get things in my inbox and, and they say, you know, small business loans or um, you know, economic recovery information, whatever, I try and forward that to our board of trade who, um, you know, is a is a group that that works with all of our local businesses they can then get that out to those folks and hopefully um make those connections so whatever we can do to to help out i think we're open to it we just this is new so so let you know i'm encouraging people to have conversations with me
0: yeah i don't think anyone realistically can honestly say that they were prepared for this
2: um
0: this is unlike anything that you know i've ever seen in my you know, short career, but even in talking with other people, this, this is something that they've never seen either. And so how important is it? And uh, we're, we're already running out of time, uh, but how important is it for communities, especially like yours, the small ones in a time like this to come together, acknowledge that? Yeah, sure. We have differences, but how important is it for communities to come together and, and be united around the central core of who they are?
2: All right. So it's extremely important. So small communities, especially, we, we have we have a culture, you know, the people that are walking down the street. I, I have a, a, you know, even if it's not my routine, I know routinely who's going to be walking down the street when with their dog or to go get the mail or to go get a coffee or whatever the case may be. So I'm, I'm a very, you know, we see those folks in in our front window. Um and, and now we're not seeing that. We're not seeing those groups getting together, um, meeting. A lot of groups will use Village Hall for meeting spaces. I'm not seeing those people anymore because obviously we can't have the public in our building right now. Um, but I think we're, you know, we're, we're not so far in that we've lost that at all. I think that people have united um, and and they're trying to stay connected, but it's really important that we continue that push and we continue to get information out to folks and we try to find ways to engage that isn't maybe, you know, touching, but there are other ways to engage. So um, I, I referenced our recreation district. They're really trying to do some fun things that are that are more um, they're interactive, but not not they're, they're, they're safe. So they're putting up Easter eggs in. They're encouraging our local businesses to put Easter eggs in their windows, so people can walk the streets with their kids and they can find the Easter eggs. And they've um, done uh, chalk bunny tracks on the sidewalks, so you can follow the bunny trail, and and things like that. You know, we're trying to uh, talk about in, in government-wise can we do a a town hall like a virtual town hall to address some questions that folks have about the the COVID-19 pandemic and maybe through that discussion we can learn more about what we as a local government can do to support our community better Um, you know this is like you said uh, this has never happened before in any of our lifetimes no one knows how to do this the right way and maybe there's no right way but but let's get some collective suggestions about how best to navigate it while we're doing it, and maybe we can we can come out on the upside. And I think we can. We're we're a pretty tight knit community, so I really want to see once this is all over. I want to see, you know, lots of lots of hugs and reunions and things like that. And I, that I know that's scary to say right now, but you know, eventually, I'm, I'm a hugger, so I miss that, and and lots yeah. of other people, you know, I miss the handshakes and I miss the the interaction. So. Um, I think that that hopefully we can get back to that point and get back to that place and be stronger. But, you know, it's going to take some time.
0: Yeah, I think this is going to really show who we are as Americans, and in, in my hope, and uh, in, in what we're trying to do with this Build Local podcast, is to to give people that hope, to to encourage them to support, build up your local community, support people like you who are in positions that are having to make some of these decisions, you know, that that affect the community. And so, as we wrap this up, uh, Chris, any last initial thoughts that you have?
1: No, I just, I think that's fantastic. I think that's so important. You know, and we've talked about this before. I think that's just part of, part of our identity, you know, like you said, as Americans, that, that when hard things happen, we, we pull together, we support each other. We, we use, you know, we use creativity and the resources at our disposal and it's, it's a little harder to come together at this time because we can't physically together, but um, it's, it's great to see people um, like you, Charlotte and um, just doing what they can to support. Them. So, yeah, thank you, thank you so much for taking the time to talk. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, it definitely seems like you're you're doing a lot of great things for for the village, and so I would just encourage people that if you're ever in that area, stop in, check it out, and um, you know take a look at some of the small businesses that are there and, and give them some support. Um, yes. Unfortunately, that is all the time we have, so Charlotte, thank you so much for taking a couple of moments to come by and uh and chat with us today.
2: yeah, my pleasure, thank you for having me
0: That's all the time we have for today. uh We just want to thank you all so much for watching and and um really go out support local businesses as much as you can as often as you can for as long as you can. We understand that that things are crazy right now, but if you do have the opportunity. To, to support them. Even if that's just encouragement, drop them uh, you know an email or a comment on their Facebook page or connect with them in some way to show them that you are there for them. So thank you again for watching and we will catch you all in the next episode of the Build Local podcast.